Yo, yo, welcome everybody back to the JV Sports Room. As usual, your host, Jay Dino, the other half of the team behind the scenes, my man Vince. Yeah. Holding down the Colby Corner, big body boy himself. Yes, sir. Big Jay, welcome back to the show. Back at it, baby. I'm back. Better than ever. Hopefully bigger than ever. My hey, shouts out to Javi. Shouts out to Joey for holding us down, man. We back, baby. Let's do it. And obviously, you see me in the starting center spot. That's because we're going with a smaller lineup this time. I got a guard over in the wing. Like the welcome to the show, Chicago native, my man Lewis. Appreciate welcome you, man. To the show, my brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You a Chicago Bulls fan by chance? Yes, sir. I believe we're All right. So we're gonna mm -hmm. tip it off in the NBA. But let me uh let me get this guy a JV hat first. Here, some nice Chicago Bulls color for you. There. Appreciate you, my man. Okay, okay. okay. Welcome to the team, my man. Y'all see it. Let's All get right. it going. Let's get it going. Bulls fan. Talk to us. How you became a Bulls fan? <sighs> Don't tell me it was just because of MJ. Uh, I can't even lie. So <laughs> I started watching Bulls when Derrick Rose came about. Okay. Okay. Ricky of the year came in, in his first league in the NBA. Also MVP. I got. I. I. That has to be known. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's not many point guards who's done that. Absolutely. Not. Um. Joakim Noah, Ben Gordon. That's when I originally started watching them. Okay. When they took the Heat to the playoffs. Mm. Fortunately, they always had to play LeBron. So that that was never friendly. <laughs> um. But yeah, man, I started then. And now I've been a Bulls fans ever since. Okay. So the, the post-Jordan era. Uh, yeah. When, you know, not when they were on top, like a lot of these bandwagon fans. Right. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's respectable. So you still rocking with them nowadays, though? For sure. Okay. Okay. Um, how, how do you think they did last season? You know, they got bounced in the first round by the Bucks, I mean, but kind of saw that coming. But as far as the season was concerned, though, how do you think they did, man? I mean, we... It it was it was it was different. It was different, but different in a good way. We had we got a new GM finally. Yep. Um, Demar Derozan, huge, huge. I mean, addition. he's he's Mr. Buckets, second team All NBA. As a matter of fact, Thanks. right. Uh, Zach Levine did his thing, yep. right during the regular season. Another good year. Speaking mm -hmm. of him, I'm real salty because he was unheard of in the playoffs. Yep. But during the season, him, Demar Derozan, Vucevic, those three solids right there for yep. me. Yep. Lonzo, starting point guard. I don't know about him. I don't know how I feel about him, man. Mm. He when he's healthy, he's a good all-around point guard. Right. But Bulls always have all-around point guards, but we don't never have buckets. Yeah. We need right. buckets. Demar was a bucket. Zach was a bucket during during the season. Vooch shooting center. That's that, that's what the NBA is now. Right. We don't yeah. have no more Shaquille O'Neal's just right. back you down, put you in the paint. Nah, it's more like who can have the centers that can shoot. Right, stretch the floor, floor right. Right. Um, but yeah. Solid season, man. I just hope that we get, we still got to make some changes. Mm -hmm. We need people who's going to show up in the playoffs, not just one person. Okay. Okay. Is that is that the biggest thing? I mean, I know we've touched on what, what they're yeah. missing. Talk to us about what they're missing. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, immediately off, off back going into next season, could you possibly be missing Zach Levine? You know, upcoming free agent. Uh, you know. It's true. Already getting tied to certain teams. You know, is that a... Zach Levine, a certain player that you would want to keep around, build around, give him that big money contract that he's going to expect. He's, gonna want, he's probably going to want a max yeah. deal, right? He knew that coming into this season. So the fact that he didn't show up in the playoffs, mm -hmm. I think he got to go. Okay. Um, right now, he's already looking. He, he's already had rumors out. He's trying to go to uh, L.A. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, yeah. you don't show up in the playoffs when you with LeBron. I don't know what that's going to do for you, but right. <laughs> hey. You, you, can, you can hear the sauciness in my voice. Yeah, but I mean, he, he was banged up towards the end of the end of the season, going into the playoffs. Issues, so right. I, I definitely think the arrow was definitely pointing up for Chicago this season. Uh, definitely the addition of Demar Derozan uh, put you guys at a different level. You know, we saw early on in the season you guys are flirting with the number one, number two seed in the East, and 
kind of fell back to reality uh, where you guys were, but I still think the arrow's still pointing up. Uh, I think you guys have some some different pieces that you can maneuver. Kobe White, let's see what happens with him. You know, this season, this offseason. Yeah, uh, they were trying to move him right before the trade deadline. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's, you know, Patrick Williams, another player that's, let's take that next step in development. Um, Donovan Mitchell's out there. <laughs> he is out there now. If he hears a Chicago, ooh, they, they can use Donovan Mitchell. Nice yeah. signing trade with Utah. You know, they were, have been talking about breaking that team. That would be a good fit right there. Ooh, We've like never it. had, Chicago's never had a stud aside from Derrick Rose and, and Jimmy Buckets. Right, right. And that, man, that, you guys that, that tore bag. me apart. Man, Fumbled did we? So bad. Yeah. I mean, he's taking his own team to the finals, and here we are letting him go because, yeah, for whatever reason, couldn't yeah, even tell you. He just didn't get along with the organization. I think yep. he had internal problems. Man. Yep. Um, but, yeah, another thing we touched on is you guys You guys need some, an inside presence on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I think that has to be addressed. You guys got murdered in the paint. I mean, I know it was Giannis, but yeah. they got destroyed in the paint um, yeah. in, in the playoffs. Um, I, I think – Towards the end of the season, they started to fall off. I think it had a lot to do with injuries because right. DeMar was in and out of the lineup. Like you said, Zach was in and out. Lonzo was Lonzo out, out for like the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to say it partially had to do with injuries, but in the, in the playoffs, it, it had everything to do with no inside presence. I know it, man. All right. Well, I mean, you know, they had a good first season. We'll see what kind of changes they make in this offseason and, you know, see what these Bulls look like next season, man. All right, well, your Bulls are out of there. They got bounced by the Bucks, and then the Bucks got bounced by these Boston Celtics who are looking to bounce these Golden State Warriors in the finals. Um, up 2-1, they, they go back to Boston. Yep. You know, didn't seem rattled at all. Um, reclaim home court advantage. And now it, we got Boston up 2-1 in these yep. NBA finals. Yeah. I mean... You guys surprised by this at all? Boston Celtics steal the Warriors cookies. <laughs> Later night, get into the cookie jar, steal the cookies in game one. Yes, sir. Fumble the bag in game two. You know, we, we, we go out home for goes from stud to dud. Yes, big time. But the show's back up. But he shows back up in game three. You know, we're talking, it's, guys, it's 2022. And we're talking about Al Horford being a key factor in the NBA finals. He's very relevant, man. This is crazy. Um, Stretch five. Man. Yeah, yo, I haven't. I don't think I've ever seen him shoot so well, bro. Like he is on, he he is on a mission this playoff. He's man. got the funkiest release in the world, but it, hey, it's a bucket. I saw something the other day. It said it looks like he's blocking his own <laughs> shot every time he Crazy. shoots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, but he gets it off, and and it's money, man. I, Big impact. I, I will say it's it's so nice to see the the rise uh, to the occasion for Jason Tatum. You know, Jason Tatum. Stepping up big, you know, we talk about the, the the Miami series and what he was able to do and will his team. Now in the NBA Finals with the lights of the brightest, the biggest stage of them all, and he's stepping up, up two games on, on, on a team on the Warriors who have history of being very dominant. Three championships um, in the past couple of years. Uh, uh, Clay Thompson, you know, he, he's been on and off this, this playoffs. Yeah. He's coming off the injuries. Jordan Poole, too. Another one. On and off this whole playoff. You know, man. so got a way better game out of Jalen Brown this game yeah. as well, too. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's stepping up, looking like a, a great number two option for them. Jalen Brown. That's like Robin and Batman. Yeah, facts. I mean, at some point, I almost want to say that Jalen Brown carries the Celtics a little bit more than Jason Tatum does. Mm-hmm. Tatum gets the spotlight because he's so great at everything he does. Mm-hmm. He's just like you're all around. He's going to get it done. Assists, points, rebounds, 
Jalen Brown has given you buckets every single game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he steps up. He steps up when he needs to. He's definitely a bucket getter. Difference sure. maker. Mm-hmm. Um, my my biggest thing is I don't know if too many people know this, um, but going into this series and even now further into this series, Steve Kerr only holds a losing record against one team in the entire NBA. Wow, and that's these Boston Celtics. Wow, wow. That's um, big. Now mm-hmm. eight and eleven against them. Right. Um, as a head coach, yeah, man, looks like the Boston Celtics have these Warriors' number, man. Now, now you brought you brought up Steve Kerr. I definitely want to. I know we've been done in the past and give up big up coach. You know, with the NBA, especially in the playoffs, highest level of basketball. You know, we're talking about it's a players' league. It's about stars. But let's give up to these coaches. You know, this Boston team. You know, you think back a couple years ago. Not much has changed. Yeah, Kenny Olenek here, Terry Rozier here, Kyrie here, but it's pretty much the same team that Brad Stevens had. Thanks. You know, that really couldn't make no noise. And yeah. now with the addition of, of uh, uh, Yudoka coming in, giving them that hard-nosed coaching, uh, a player, relatable coach, it seems like that they all have a, a, a budding relationship in, in, in a sense. Uh, we're, we're seeing it come to life. You know, we're seeing what a player coach can do to these stars and get them to that next level. Um, you know, we bigged up. I, I do want to big up. You know, early on in the playoffs, he, he was the kind of player I watched, and he kind of rubbed me the wrong way. His play style, man. But with Grant Williams, man, Grant Williams just he just does the dirty work. He yes. does yes the bet the things that don't hit the stat line, but he just does the right things. He's where he needs to be always. And don't get mistaken, Williams. he got a jumper on him. He does. Yeah, he got a jumper, boy. I, I love the chippiness of this year, series. I love the chippiness. I love the the the, the back and forth with Grant Williams and, and, and Draymond and yeah. Jason Tatum and Draymond. It's, it's 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 fun. I love what the Boston Celtics bench is bringing to this. You know, mm-hmm. they, this sixth mm-hmm. and seventh man. You know, right. Grant Williams and and Derek White, man, having great impacts yeah. in this great, playoff great call. for sure. Great call, on Derek White. He kind of lost himself in, in early on in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But now he's finally, you know, remember, he was a late addition to this team. Correct. Late Correct. in the uh, trade deadline, came over from the Spurs. Kind of had to find his rhythm and find out where he fits in. Now he's amongst bigger stars. He was mm-hmm. a big fish in a small pond. Now he's just a small fish in a bigger pond. You know, now it's it's great to finally see him step up and find his Absolutely. role and help this team win. You say coach's player, you bring something up. When I think of coach player, I think of, I, I can't help but think of Marcus Smart on the floor. Mm-hmm. Because aside from the defense, the magnificent defense he's bringing, right. night in and night out, I feel like he he gels with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Yeah, they've been together like, for years. That chemistry is everything on the yeah. basketball court. Yeah. I love what he's done specifically because he, he wasn't a scoring point guard. He never has been a scoring point guard. But he has his nights where he steps up and he, he has big games. But my biggest thing with him is he – took over the point guard role of, yes. of of bringing the ball up the court, of looking to make the, the passes. Like, he used to be just a defensive point guard, and he stepped up and became a better all-around point guard this season. Yeah. Much props to Marcus Smith. Yeah, Martin, I mean, sure. they, they tried to put the Band-Aid on it with, you know, when lose Terry Rozier, you bring on Kemba and Kyrie. Yeah. But he's been sitting in front of you this whole the time. Whole time. <laughs> he's Marcus Smart. So, Thanks. Uh, great call. Great call Thanks. on that. All right, well, either way, I know this this finals is far from over. Uh, I mean, two great teams going at it. It's curious to see how the rest of this series goes, man. But um, aside from that, you know, we do got other news that I want to touch on. Um, I'm going to actually send it over to the Kobe Corner for the big body news of the day. <laughs> yes, we're here with the big body news update. Um, we're going to recap just some big news that's happened uh, throughout the week. 
and, and, and wrap it all up and, and tie it up in the boat for you guys. Starting with the, you know, we're in the NBA. I'm in the Kobe corner. Los Angeles Lakers have a new head coach. Uh-oh. Darvin Hand comes over from Milwaukee, an assistant, mm-hmm. to take over the reins as the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, I think it's a great call, great addition. Uh, you know, we touched, uh, you know, Yudoka with Boston right. being a players, a, bl- a player coach, you know, somebody that can gel with the, with the players and, you know, he understands where they're coming from. They understand where he's coming from. I think it could be a great addition. Now, you know, you also have the LeBron factor and, and that, the energy around LeBron. So far, so far, LeBron is happy with the move, with the change. Right. So LeBron's happy. Lakers are happy, and, and he's big, he's bigging up uh, Russell Westbrook. So that, you know maybe there's going to be something there. But moving on um, here on some off the field news in the NFL, yep. we have uh, according to the New York Times, and this is kind of spooky, guys. Uh, Deshaun Watson apparently, according to the New York Times, has met what met with at least sixty six massage therapists in the past seventeen months. Uh, past 17 month period it, it's it's he likes his relaxation what can you say <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's this is wild man this is Cleveland fans I wouldn't hold my breath man yeah, I wouldn't hold my breath about having Deshaun Watson this year it's it's spooky season man I, I don't like that at all man you know going into this season going into a new year mm-hmm. brand new contract Yep. It was supposed to be all positives. That's not a good thing for you guys right now, man. Don't yeah, let like, me hear that. I, I feel like there's a gray area there. Why now? Yeah. Why so many now? I know. If it's, it's this many, yeah. why this later in life? Yeah. It's weird, I, man. I, I, I allegations, as, as, as Jay Money would say, allegations are just straight for gazing. <laughs> yeah, we actually got a source of ours that's uh, kind of knowledgeable about this situation. And, and, uh, yeah, man, he actually thinks that uh, Roger Goodell may lose his job for this one. Um, between the Deshaun Watson um, handling and, mm. and the whole John Gruden situation, uh, apparently there's 700,000 emails. Apparently think that... Congress is going to uncover something in those emails. So Uh-oh. it's not looking good, man. Not looking good. They say when there's smoke, there's fire, man. I don't think they found the fire just yet, but it's definitely it's a whole lot of smoke. It's coming. This is spooky. If it's out there, they'll find it. Don't throw your Baker Mayfield jerseys away too soon, Cleveland. <laughs> I wonder if he still is on the roster. <laughs> Put that thing back on. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's getting spooky out there, man. But moving on um, to some on the field uh, news. Debo Samuel, uh, 49ers uh, wide receiver, is, is back at practice. So it's a good sign for the Niners. You know, maybe the the, the contract dispute is is, is going to work itself out. Speaking of money, there you go, money. There you That's go, money. Good news. And also speaking of money, big news here. Aaron Donald officially is back in the NFL with the Rams, signs a $95 million deal for three years, becoming the highest paid non-quarterback Ooh, in NFL history. Huge. You know, Super Bowl champions, you know, there was a scuttlebutt about him potentially retiring. Yeah. They bring him back. Uh, he gets a $40, $40 million raise. Huge deal. Uh, I, it's, there's a couple things in this world that you, you we just, I don't think we're ever going to understand. You know, the Bermuda Triangle and, 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 you know, different conspiracy theories. But where are the Los Angeles Rams getting this money from? Man. Where are they getting you. this money from? I couldn't tell you, man. I mean, come on. Like, I mean, what are we doing here? They've, they've, they've sold all their future capital. But where are they getting this money from? I couldn't tell you. I think I they're playing with Monopoly money. Great, <laughs> Great question. Yeah, man. 
But that's the big body news. We're going to send it back to you guys in the studio. All right, all right. <laughs> well, before we touch it back into the NFL, yeah. um, obviously we got MLB fans out there. Uh, you an MLB fan at all? Go Cubs. Go Cubs. Yes, Cubbies. sir. Everything in Chicago here. But how they doing, though? Ah, it's crickets over there. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like 23 and 33 right about now. But, I mean, you yeah. know, it's a long season. Still got about 100 games ahead of you guys. Hopefully you guys can step it up. Um, but them Yankees, though, mm-hmm. we still on top, baby. 40 and 15 right now. Um, Aaron Judge leading the league in home runs. Yep. 22 home runs right now. 45 RBIs. And have you guys heard about the stash? Um, <laughs> the magic mustache. My man, Nesta Cortez. Nice. Lefty, man. Um, he's really tearing it up for us, man. He, uh, he struggled with the Orioles and, uh, and the Mariners in yep. past seasons, but uh, my man is leading the league right now with uh, under a 2.0 ERA right now and yep. averaging 10 strikeouts per nine innings. So, I mean, he's, he's, he's killing it for us. Uh, so, we're getting it done with the bats and, and uh, with the pitching. So. I, I, I'll tell you this, you know, growing up, being born into being a Yankees fan, you know, as I was, uh, this may come off controversial. Uh, baseball is always better when the Yankees are on top. That's it, baby. I mean, I'll just say it always. like that. I mean, it's, it's just always better when the Yankees are on top. I mean, we're talking about the evil empire. The, 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 <laughs> the you know, this is what we do, man. But it, uh, it seems like the Yankees are always on top during the season. Yeah. And then they get to that game. That's they get to that series. That's a fact. Hey. And then. These are different Yankees. It's, it's a different Yankees, yeah. man. We got we got pitching. Okay. okay. We we got we got pitching and, right. and we got you know the bats right about Rocks now. Bombers are bombing right now. We in here, baby. Um, but touching it back into the NFL. Yes, sir. We got a division for you guys. Woo! We got a Bears fan over here. Top notch. So we're gonna do this NFC North for you guys. Um, Couple Green Bay fans out there that we've been dying to get on the show, but Nelly, Corey, <laughs> we ain't seen you guys, so. We're going to kick it over to this Bears guy, and we're going to actually start it off with the Bears. We usually start it off on top, but since you actually able to make the show, yes, my Bears fan, Okay, talk to us about these Bears. First thing I want to say, man, is it all starts at the top. We got a new GM. Mm-hmm. Bang. GM makes the calls. He makes things going. He makes the train move. Ryan Poles. Mm-hmm. Don't know much about him, but I, I know the moves he's starting to make now. We're a young team. Chicago, everybody knows Chicago Bears. We never have quarterbacks. We got one now. Hopefully. Fingers no, no, no. Crossed. We got one now. I know. Justin that. Fields is the one. Okay. You certifying okay. him? You certifying him? Yes, I am. It's just hard. You're not going to see much on tape when his go-to receiver is a 5'10 Darnell Mooney. Mm-hmm. And he's solid. Yeah. You put him on the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes as a slot, it's over for anybody. I love doing that movie. Yeah, he's real solid. He just <laughs> he just need to move. He just move. He just need to move to the slot instead of making the offense run through him. He's right. just. I mean, it's not gonna work. Yeah, true. We true. got David Montgomery in the backfield. How you feel about him? Oh, he's solid, man. That's a PPR right there. You know all about that. Hey, come on, man. Yeah. Who good else runner. we got? Good when he's healthy, he's a good running back. Yes, yeah. for sure. Cole Komet, tight end. Another underrated young stud. Big okay. ups, yep. Um, one thing we always struggle with in Chicago is our O-line, man. Yep. We give Justin Fields time to throw. Mm-hmm. He could work some out with his mm-hmm. legs. Not only can he do that, he's mobile. but he's going to find somebody. We just need receivers. And that was my biggest downfall out of this draft. So Speak. we pick up Kyler Gordon. That's what I'm talking Love about. Love it. Love the pick. I do, too. Solid cornerback to match up to match up with Jalen Johnson. Mm-hmm. Those are two studs right there working yeah. for us. Love it. But we need to score some points on the board. 
Thanks. We do defense every year in this draft, and we seem to be maybe yeah. top 15 defense throughout the league mm-hmm. and never score any points. Yep. It's killing me there. True. So I need I need us to pick up some wide receivers. I needed to get ballsy the way we picked up Josh, Justin Fields that one year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just need offense, man. Yeah, definitely need yep. somebody. Some I think they definitely need somebody else too. Yeah, you, you throw dra- the ball too for sure. Yeah, you, you draft a thirty-five-year-old Velas Jones uh, from Tennessee. Yeah. He's actually twenty-five years old, but you know he's thirty-five in, in the rookie standing. <laughs> a rookie <laughs> as a rookie, a twenty-five-year-old rookie. Um, I I will say this: you, you mentioned the new GM. Uh, uh, you know, you don't know too much about him. All I can say is, can't get worse. Yeah, you can't get worse. I mean, yeah. we're talking about a team that is literally crying for help that's crawling out of this hole of 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 misery you know you you draft Mitchell Trubisky over guys like Deshaun Watson Apple mentioned and Patrick Mahomes um I'm I'm just I I gotta let that one I told him I was gonna drive him through money um you know you say you got one in Justin Fields I agree I do I do like Justin Fields what the potential of Justin Fields but the first move as a new GM is to bring Matt Uberfluss, head coach. <laughs> Who? Uberfluss. The reason behind that is we're all defense. We've always been defense. He's a defensive coordinator of the Denver Broncos right. now. He's, right. he's a weird. And so we, since we preach defense, we get these defensive-minded head coaches, which I'm not a fan of, by the way. Damn. Again, Damn. we need points scored on the board. That's a fact. Um, but that's where that comes. For some reason, Chicago just wants this defensive mentality, yes. and that's that's what they want to go off of. That's exactly yes. the point I, I was making. Is is that's the, you know you you did it for years. You know, yeah, Matt Nagy was an offensive minded coach, but that didn't work out. Right. So the Matt Uberflus. I mean, granted, I don't know anything about Matt Uberflus. He could be a great head coach. Yeah. Who knows? But when you have a young quarterback, you know, we talked about in the NBA session about these young player coaches right and what the effect they have on on young stars is you know how much are they going to uh, justin Fields is going to relate to matt uberfluss agree agree i, I just don't understand i, I, I don't need to change the culture over there over yeah there i bit. just i mean yeah. yeah we're talking about a team that drafted drafted mitchell jabisky and traded up for him actually one spot and then you trade up to get justin fields so the draft capital wasn't there uh you, you're just trying to find your way i do like donald mooney that you have a couple bright spots we'll see the we'll division see. honestly is up for grabs i agree with, you know green bay yeah, because outside of the Bears, uh, there's, there's Green Bay, um, yep. you know, who actually was on top of the division last year. Yes. Um, we should have started off with them. So <laughs> but let's talk about these Packers, man. Um, yep. Aaron Rodgers, brand new contract, yep. but they lose Devontae Adams, right? Yep. Um, going into this draft, you know, they, they bring in a couple of young wide receivers, bring in some defense. Yeah, man. Right? Um, how we feel about these Packers? I, I think, uh, I mean, given the landscape of the division, I think the Packers are sitting pretty in the driver's seat of this division. Right. I think they should win the division fairly easily. Uh, there could be one surprise team. I'll get to that later. Um, Chicago. No, no, no. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. But, no, they spoke they, about them already. <laughs> they should win the division. Uh, you mentioned the draft, man. Big additions. Uh, you know, something you're going you're gonna to find true you know, throughout the league is – Defensive players from the historic Georgia defense this past year, college football. Yep. I mean, Quay Walker, uh, Devontae Wyatt. This was, if you're going to get one Georgia player, you got to get one in this draft. And the Packers take two in the first round, uh, back-to-back. Love the picks. 
you know, we mentioned the wide receiver run and, and, and Green Bay kind of fell asleep at the wheel and they missed out on that first round wide receiver run. Uh, so instead of, you know, taking a guy out of position, they take the two defensive players to build around, you know, to add to already a pretty good defense, yeah, if absolutely. you ask me. You I know, Jaya Alexander is an all-pro cornerback. Stud. Uh, Preston Smith re-signs this offseason. Mm-hmm. You have Rashawn Gary on the defensive end. You know, you got players there on defense. Now you add these two Georgia uh, defenders with them. I think we're going to see a, a switch here with this uh, Green Bay Packers. I think they're going to switch to more of a ground and ground pound. Ground and pound. That's what I was going to uh, say. Take a little bit off of uh, Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers is still going to do what Aaron Rodgers do. Right. Uh, they're going to they're gonna try to keep him off the field as much as possible. And then, you know, when on the field, they're yeah. going to they run with these two big running backs they got. Yeah. Jay Dillon is, is ready to run everybody over, and Thanks. Aaron Jones is still very relevant. So, so w- w- when you need a third down, when, you, when you're down by seven and you got a two-minute, Got to get it downfield. Who's your go-to? Who's your go-to wide receiver? Who does Aaron? Alan Lazard. That's, that's him. His guy Alan right Lazard, now, man. That's him. I think that's his guy right I, now. I mean, he has. That's the only one he's gonna have chemistry going into early. I like Alan Lazard a lot. I, I do uh, undrafted kid, but I do have an under under the radar signing this offseason. But could potentially fall into that role of a third down guy. I mean, he's got a little mud on him uh, uh, throughout the years. But Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Sammy Watkins signed, you know, big. That's right. That actually was a pretty collegiate good stud, right. and you know, goes to the Bills and spends the time goes to the Ravens. Oh, the Chiefs. That's where he went. The to. Chiefs, uh, you know, but now he falls as you know Aaron Rodgers' wide receiver, and it's nothing else. I think what he can do is help mentor some of these young wide sure. receivers that they brought in. You That's know, they brought perfect. In Christian Watson in the second round, mm-hmm. and then they bring in Romeo Dubs later on in mm-hmm. the sixth round. So and I don't forget it, about Murray Rodgers from a couple years, uh, a year or two ago, him as well. So, so if any, if nothing else, he can act as a mentor to some of these mm-hmm. younger wide receivers. But I, was, I think Aaron Jones is going to be that guy. Just to answer your question, Aaron Jones is going to be the third down. You know, you need a first down. Aaron Jones absolutely. in the slot, running back. He can catch the ball at the backfield. For sure. I like mm-hmm. Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones needs to get more playing time than Dylan. Than Dylan. Okay. Yeah, Aaron Jones, he, he's, he's underrated. I think he's underrated, man. He's a very solid running back. For sure. He got hands, get the ball sure. moving down the field, and he's fast. Yeah, especially being a fifth round pick. I mean, he's he's made he made some money. He made himself some money. So, yeah, for sure. All right, but outside of these uh, Packers, there's also the uh, the Vikings in this division. Yep. Um, another year for Kirk Cousins. They signed him for another year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, outside of that, they have you know some weapons on offense. Captain um, Kirk. Yeah. You know, Justin Jefferson and mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook. How we feel about these Vikings? I mean, starting at the top, you know you. you Get a new head coach, uh, Kevin O'Connell, former Rams offensive coordinator, uh, comes over, young offensive mind, uh, uh, you know, with a team that has explosive offense. We've seen this team put up points. Uh, You get to the end of the season and then they start falling off. But, you know, you mentioned Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, these guys, they have pieces in place. We'll, we'll see what they do. You know, you go into the draft, and Minnesota, I think, knocked it out of the park. Believe it or not. I mean. They did a lot of wheeling and dealing, right? Wheeling and deal. You trade back in the first round. Uh, Detroit moves up. And you move back to the 32nd pick. And, you know, you take Lewis Seen, another Georgia defender. Georgia safety, Lewis Seen. Yep. Uh, wrong. And then the second round, they trade back again. But then they trade up. <laughs> and then they trapped uh, another good at first round first round talent in Andrew Booth, Clemson quarterback. I yeah, think that was a good call for them. I think Minnesota knocked it out of the park as, as far as the draft. Um, but the offensive pieces are in place. 
not to go not to go not to go backwards but had chicago not moved ahead in the draft to get justin fields minnesota was grabbing him and you just picture justin fields with that kind of offense all right man that's 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 scary it's very cool that would have been cool but outside of that man i I mean uh another piece that i we haven't really mentioned man that i like a lot for for uh the vikings um is actually the backup running back man i'm a a big alexander madison fan Mm -hmm. i feel like every single time dalvin cook goes down which is every single year um Alexander Madison steps up, so for sure. Um, wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be surprised to see them move on from Dalvin soon and and uh, put the ball in his hands a lot more. So, uh, oof, oof. We'd like to see Alexander Madison get some more. Uh, yeah, some more reps I, he can definitely fill the hole. Absolutely, that's for sure. He, he he's definitely stepped up when, when when it's time to call his number. He's definitely stepped up. Uh, it's a good call there. This Minnesota Vikings team, it's 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 weird, man. It's where they fall in this division. Like you look at the offense. They can beat anybody. Right. Defense is young. Uh, there's going to be some growing pains there, but. You, you see all these receivers. I mean, you look down their stats. Mm-hmm. Receiving yards, touchdowns, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. And then you hear a lot of blame on Kirk Cousins. It's like, do you really point the blame on Kirk Cousins? It's like, wait, like at some point, does it go to their run first offense or does it go to captain kirk there you go like it's it's tough man there's just one missing there's just one piece holding them back from everything because minnesota's high power i don't understand sure. how they don't get the job done yeah and i'm glad you mentioned that you know knowing that we bring in a, bring in a new head coach could we see a potential switch in the golf fans now yeah, become more explosive more down Pass. the field passes to yeah. justin jefferson and and even more passes to justin yeah, jefferson oh i think <laughs> I think we still got more to see with Justin Jackson. I agree, man. I agree. Yeah. All right, but outside of that, we got those lowly lions. Um, who they are a young team, yes. you know, still rocking with Jared Goff as their quarterback. Yes. Um, but they've got a lot of young pieces, and I feel like they did pretty good in this draft as well. I uh I agree. I agree. Hey, if I'm in Detroit, I'm excited. I I I'll tell you this, this is this is for my betting folks out there, all right? Uh oh. Just hey, just big throwing body, it out there. Big body bets. Yeah, <laughs> throwing out more betting folks. I don't care what the number is. Take the over with these Detroit Lions with their wins this season. These Detroit Lions are very young. Don't get me wrong, but they're gonna make some noise. They're gonna rally around their head coach Dan Campbell, who set a culture there, a winning culture. Yeah, granted, they you know this is the worst team in the league, yeah, pretty much. But the arrow is pointing up for these Detroit Lions. Facts. You know, starting off the top, Aiden Hutchinson, getting Aiden Hutchinson, a defensive end in the draft, huge addition. And that was a gift. He fell to them, right? Exactly. You know? Getting him with the second overall pick was huge. And then, uh, like I mentioned before, they trade up to take Jameis Williams, uh, Alabama wide receiver. Explosive. 20 spots, right? From 32 all the way to 12. They have to have confidence in him. Yes. You know, coming off the ACL, he's going to miss probably the first couple weeks of the season, but... When he gets back, this offense is going to be explosive. Yes, granted, Jared Goff is behind the helm, but I mean, Jared Goff has shown signs of life, you know, in past years with LA and, and, and times like that. But you're talking about DJ Chark bringing over, bringing him over from Jacksonville. Amon Ross St. Brown had a breakout season as right. a rookie. Uh, DeAndre Swift in the backfield. DeAndre Swift is still there. TJ Hawkinson at tight end. This this team is going to be good in a couple of years. You know. 
Is, is golf going to be the answer? Probably not in the long term. They'll probably address that quarterback position next year. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was going to say. You're right. I think they are going to be good in a couple years. Yeah. As soon as they move on from yeah. Jared Goff, he may manage them. And I, I like mm-hmm. that call on the over. Take the uh, over, wins For sure. Take the over. Um, but uh, unfortunately, I don't, I don't see Jared Goff being their answer this year. But hold on to that young talent. Yeah. Let it mold all together. Mm-hmm. Get them a nice quarterback in there maybe next year, the year after. And I, I like how these Lions, the arrow is looking, man. It's definitely pointing up. But um, are they anybody's pick to win this division? Or is it pretty much a, a clamp with them Packers? I, I'll say this. I'll say this. The Lions won't finish last in this division. Ooh. I'll say this. Will it be the Bears? No. Bears won't finish last in this division. <laughs> they won't finish last. So I, I guess they're, they're going with the Vikings finishing last yeah. in this division. Man. Yeah, man. As long as the reigning MVP, Aaron Rodgers, uh, is in Green Bay, I think they got the division uh, in the bag. Yeah. But do they have the Super Bowl? Who, who you guys like for the Super Bowl this year? Uh, I got to be honest. I don't see Aaron getting there. As, as great as he is, I've seen quarterbacks struggle when they don't have anybody to throw the ball to. And when you go against these Los Angeles Rams and you got to face a Jalen Ramsey, things get tough out there. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers is great, but, I mean, again, you need somebody that's going to get open. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I, I don't see nobody dethroning the, the Los Angeles Rams. Ooh, back to back for the Rams? I mean, man, when you have to face a Jalen Ramsey and then you got an Aaron Donald coming yeah. at you. Yeah, big body, new I signing. Leonard Floyd on the outside. It's just, oh, and they, then they pick up Allen Robinson, sure hands. That yep. man don't drop a ball. Yep. It's, it, it's, it's tough. And then you got Cam Akers. I mean, he's, he's, he's underrated only because he was hurt. But give him a whole season. Nah, I That's agree. trouble. I That's agree. trouble over there, man. I mean, it's definitely going to be tough to dethrone the champs. Who, who you like, body? Anybody yet? Uh, there's a team out there, but I can't talk about them. I get kicked off the show. So. Stop it. <laughs> I can't talk about them. Stop. So I guess he thinks the Eagles. Are I can't talk about them. I get kicked off. I get kicked off. Nah, nah. Tom Brady? <laughs> I, where do you see Tom Brady? The Buccaneers will go wherever Tom Brady wants them to go. That's the way I look at it. Uh, He's not getting another ring? He could. He, he could, but... Hey, the NFC is tough. I'm going to go with that anti-biased opinion. And I'm putting my money on the Buffalo Bills this year. Ooh, good, good, call. This year. good call. Good call. I actually like the Buffalo Bills winning the Super Bowl. And I like Josh Allen actually winning the regular season MVP, MVP. as well. Love it. Love so, the Bills. Um, I'm, I'm high on those Bills this year. Love the Bills. Um, Dang, so we just forget about Patrick Mahomes? Oh, we got Justin Herbert over there. Tyreek forgot about him. Man. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, that was some expect, unexpected news right there. Yeah. Arguably the fastest wide receiver in the league. I mean, when he gets the ball in his hands, it's, not, it's, it's go mode. Yeah. Now he goes to Miami. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic there. <laughs> but Patrick Mahomes can still get the job done. It's true. Absolutely. Forget Absolutely. about him or any of those guys in the AFC West that yeah. we talked about, man. My that's sleeper true. team? Oh, Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers? Love it. Man, hey, they man. only come with Justin Herbert. So my, similar to that, my sleeper team is the, is, the, is the Las Vegas Raiders. There you go. Ooh. My sleeper team. So, there you go. That is well, then, since we're talking about everybody in that division, <laughs> my sleeper team. I'm not going to say the Denver Broncos. I thought we Broncos. did the show. Right? I thought we were going to say the Denver Broncos. But yeah, yeah, nah, man. All right, gentlemen, well, that's all the time we got for today, man. I appreciate you guys helping me bang out an NFC North division. Good luck to your Bears and yes, to your sir. Bulls next year, man. Appreciate, appreciate you joining the show, Lewis. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Thanks and for having obviously, me. Big J over in the Kobe corner. Back appreciate you baby. holding it down. Kobe. And obviously, thank you guys for watching. Make sure you check us out at sportjv.com. 
support the merch, JDNO407 for savings. Um, like and subscribe us on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if, obviously, if you want to support the show, cash app us at dollar sign JV Sports Room. And obviously, I got a quote for you guys from legendary Kobe Bryant. Talk to him. Talk to him. From Kobe, keep going. No matter how bad things are right now, no matter how stuck you might feel, no matter how much you feel like crying or wishing things were different, no matter how hopeless or depressed you might feel, he promises that you won't feel this way forever. So keep going. Thank you guys for watching.